Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille D.I. The podcast, man, got a couple things I want to touch on today. But first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Addicted to the Bag Addicted to the bag clothing, man. I want to say thank you to this extraordinary merch that you blessed me with over the weekend, man. Y'all make sure you jump on your social medias and you search up and you look up for Addicted to the bag clothing. They got some dope t-shirts, some dope music going on. And uh, y'all just, you know, check that out. Show some love and some support. So, um, a couple things I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I want to talk about uh, discipline, uh, the discipline of being able to leave toxic people behind. Uh, I want to talk about 50 Cent and his interaction with the up-and-coming rapper. I forget his name. It was like, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to remember his name. But first and foremost, I want to talk a little bit about Black Mirror. Black Mirror. If you're a fan like me, then you know Black Mirror has released another season, short one, three episode season. And uh, so I was all for it. I was ready. When I saw it pop up on my Netflix, I was like, definitely got to watch this. Tried to wait on my door because this is one of those uh, series that me, my daughter, my girlfriend, my stepdaughter, we all you would sit down together and watch this. But since uh, my daughter been back from California, she decided to go spend this weekend with her aunt, uh, which I'm fully in support of, man. Family is everything. So she wasn't here, and then everybody else was just kind of doing their own thing. So I waited and waited and patiently waited a little, well, a day. So Saturday, I decided to go ahead and watch and end up watching the whole complete series. It's only like three episodes, but what I want to talk about it's the first episode. The episode they led off with. I can't not for the life of me remember the name of it, but the premise of it was okay, let's see. You got these two guys and then uh one of the guys' wife and they were all friends at one point, lived together, they met each other to well, he met his wife along with while well, he was hanging out with his friends, I think. And him and his best friend were gamers. So they used to always get on the wife's nerves while playing the games. So years later, marriage, children, careers, and all that stuff come come about. And then these two gentlemen reunite at a at a birthday party. And one guy gives the other guy uh, virtual reality, this new age virtual virtual reality device. So <clears throat> I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I guess there's spoilers involved in this, man. But either way, so basically, they start playing a game, a fighting game. Kind of reminds me of Tekken. And immediately, like, first game, their first match, they get into some weird shenanigans. And when I say weird shenanigans, I mean they basically start making out first game that they play. And it just leads into this uh, sexual 
is a virtual reality sexual relationship um, going forward. And it threw me for a loop. It was kind of weird. I wasn't expecting that. But it led me to think a lot of people I've heard and seen since then given different takes on what they drew from the episode. But what it made me think of was that, you know, the fact that there are people. I'm a gamer myself. So I looked at it from the side of a gamer. So all of the masculinity uh, type of stuff and the homosexual uh, uh, whatever you want to call it that people were speaking of that kind of I kind of didn't get that I mean I got it but that wasn't what it clicked on me the, it wasn't the light bulb that it set off in me the light bulb that it set off in me was just thinking about as a gamer the time the amount of time that some people spend on these games to where like they start to build relationships with other gamers to the point where they feel like they're friends they feel like they really know these people and when when and if a, a time comes around where the other person is unavailable they feel slighted by it and i thought about it because i, I have a couple people on my friends list xbox dville 404 if you want to get down on some division two some 2k you want to run some call of duty run a little apex you can you can uh go on and add me send me a message and tell me that you uh added me from the podcast thoughts by deville di your favorite podcast and we can get on there we can rock out but it just made me think about the time that a lot of people spend on this i know one person in particular that spends uh what i feel like is just way too much time playing this game like when I log on, I look and I can, you know, you can see your friends list and I might be watching YouTube. I may be watching Hulu, Netflix, running all this through my console. But I know uh, one particular person who every time I turn on my console, he's on there and he's gaming. He's playing multiplayer games. And it made me think like, wow, how dependent are we becoming or are some people becoming on these online friendships, these online relationships to the point where, you know, people will get aggravated. People will get angry if you can't play. People don't like it because it's become part of their life and they come home from work and they log in and they're looking for you to be there with them because you're the one that they're used to playing with. So there was like deeper messages in this Black Mirror episode than just the um, the simple uh, things that have to do with masculinity and gender and all that while that played a major part of the episode there was another underlying truth of the fact of how so many of us use these consoles and these games to escape our immediate reality and uh, fruit episodes back i remember uh coming to the realization for me that it was like i realized that i was using these um using these video games was like a decompression tool because the time when i had the most the, the times that i had the most opportunity to play i'd never play but you know when i get off work or I, I just left the gym and i get home i'll jump on for 30 minutes an hour and it was just like kind of relaxing but like i'll be on vacation for a week nine days when i take vacation i'm usually off work like nine days 
And I'll go those whole nine days and won't even touch the game. And that's when I realized that I was really just using it as like a tool to bring me down from, you know, all the stress and and conflicts or whatever that I ran to at work. But there are some people that are using it to just escape their, their life, the monotony of their life, you know, that regularness, that boring, everything's the same every day because... As an adult, we do tend to fall into these modes where everything is the same and we're doing the same thing every day, day in, day out. And, it, it, you know, it can start to take a toll on us, man. Take the time to think about it. If you're a gamer, take the time to think about what is the real reason, the actual reasons that you have for playing these games. Yeah. On another note, man, while I was off for the weekend, uh... Me and my girlfriend, my daughter, we decided to do the hot noodle challenge. Now, I cannot remember the name of these noodles for the life of me, but my girl bought these from some international Asian market. They were not just hot. They were two times hot as the normal hotness. So we decided we're going to do this, and I bet my daughter. We put a wager on. I bet my daughter five bucks that she couldn't finish the noodles. And then I bet my girlfriend, um, it was a $5 bet with her that, uh, you know, she does. If she finishes before everybody else, she wins five bucks. Now, my daughter took like two bites of these noodles, and was just it was just over with for her. Now, me, I tried a little more, but I already knew I wasn't going to win the bet of who was going to finish first. So when my daughter gave up on eating the noodles, I quit too because there's really no need for me to keep going. While these noodles are delicious, they are delicious, but they're just so damn. Hot, it's like, how am I supposed to eat this? But they're delicious, man. You can go on uh, my IG, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I, and on my IGTV. I got the video posted up there of the challenge that we did, man. And you'll probably find it amusing. Look, if you haven't tried something like this, if you're not into spicy food, or even if you're into spicy food, you might want to reconsider and think twice because this is, is something else. The level of heat that comes off of these noodles is is new world. We were sitting here drinking milk and water and everything else trying to calm down. My lips are still tingling a little bit. My daughter says her stomach still hurts from eating these noodles, man. She only ate two bites of the noodles. I ate a little bit more than she did, but she only ate two bites. And she's still feeling enough next to these noodles, man. But let's take a little short break. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about 50 Cent and his new artist. And then we're going to get into uh, the discipline of the day, shaking off toxic relationships. All right. So recently, 50 Cent ran into a fan that wanted him to check out his Instagram. But first, before we get into that, man, I have a poll going on Twitter. My Twitter handle is the same. D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Twitter. Have a uh, a Twitter poll going on where I'm asking the people, is sex considered a gift? Now, yes, I asked this same question before last year. I think it was around Valentine's Day that time, though. But with Father's Day quickly approaching, I want to know, is sex considered a gift? Because, you know, Mother's Day is one of those holidays where... People put a lot of thought into it. They put a lot of effort into getting those gifts. Anniversaries, uh, we put in, men put in a lot of effort into getting those gifts. 
But then when our holidays, when our special days come along, your birthday, you get some booty. Valentine's Day, you get some booty. Anniversary, you get some booty. Father's Day, you normally get, you know, a tie, uh, some socks, underwear, and maybe some booty. So, I wanted to see, I know what I think. I know what the field thinks. And relax, I'm going to tell you. But, I just wanted to know what you guys out there think about is sex considered a gift. So, go over to uh, Twitter, uh, DeVille underscore DI, and participate in that poll. I got a few people that participated already. It's going to make for an interesting conversation. But, yeah, go over to Twitter and uh, complete that poll. If you're not on Twitter, that's cool, too. You can go to Thoughts by DeVille DI on Facebook, the Facebook page. Leave a comment, just a random comment. Just post it on the page and tell me what you think about that. Or if you're not even that, if you're even more archaic than that and you have no social medias, you can jump on Thoughts by DeVille DI at gmail.com and just send me an email and tell me what you think about that. So, recently... 50 Cent was out. He was on a date. He was on a date with a Thickums. I'm talking about this girl had buns. I'm talking about this girl had cakes. I'm talking about she had that Duncan Hines hanging off her. And a young up-and-coming rapper approached him and asked him to look, check out his Instagram. I just want you to look at my Instagram. And so 50, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know exactly what he said to the young man, but either way, I, I, the young man seemed to take offense to whatever the response was, and he squared up with 50. Now, those of us that have been keeping up with 50 over the past years, man, we know this is not a guy that I think that you really want to just run up on and try to have no beef with, but 50 was telling him, you know, the approach that you have and it's not going to work because, you know, it's stupid. It's just not going to work. Now, what does DeVille think about that? Relax, I'm going to tell you. Now, I think that, I really think this guy just ran up on him, clout chasing. I don't think he really wanted 50 to look at the IG because I'm going to tell you why. He had his friend recording the whole thing. So, you got your friend recording it so that you can post this onto your, your social media. So, that means that you had the intentions or, or at least the hopes that something eventful was going to pop off so that you have something some content that you could post and share with the world of your interaction with 50 Cent. And then we all know, looking at just looking at the stature of this guy, seeing him square up against 50 Cent, it, did, it wasn't going to end well. And, you know, 50 is known to keep something on him. He's known to keep some people with him. So it, it wasn't going to end well. Like, I, I, I remember listening to the story when 50 and Mayweather got into it. And so basically the results... Of the story was, you know, 50 Mayweather stole on him, hit him in the back of the head. And they asked, you know, well, what happened after that? He, and 50 told him I grabbed him. And it was like, well, what happened after that? And he was like, this guy's 165, 155 pounds. If you, if I, I don't care who you are, if you're 155 pounds, if I grab you, you know what's going to happen. So just looking at these guys, and I saw the way he tossed. That 50 toss gunplay a little while, a couple years back. It wasn't going to end well for this guy. But I think overall, I think it was just a clout chasing attempt. He was there to try to get something hot that he could post on social media. And he almost got it. But 50 knows better because, you know, this dude stays in court, stays with legal battles. And, and, and if, if 50 does anything to this guy, he's made from that point on because he can go 
and probably would have went and filed a lawsuit and then he's gonna post the video he can sell the video and everybody sees the video 50 roughing up this guy if you want some if you have content that you want somebody to pay attention to man you have to really pick and choose the times that you're gonna approach them not on a date and and if you do see him out and you just like, this is probably the only moment I'm going to have. Because this probably was going to be the only moment that he have to be able to try to get this information to 50. Be, be polite about it. Be nice about it. Go ahead and tell him, hey, look, I'm so-and-so. Can I shoot you something in your email? Can I send something to your Twitter, to your DM? And 50 probably would have been like, all right, but you don't run up on nobody and insist that they look at something. I don't even do that as an up-and-coming podcaster myself. But enough of that because y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you. Discipline of the day. You have to know when it's time to cut off toxic people. Let me take a sip of my drink right quick. I'm going to get back with you. You have to know when to get rid of toxic people. Now, last week I ran into some bull. I, I received a text message. From somebody that I considered my friend. And he was just uh man giving these mean these indirect uh texts insinuating that I had did something to him. So me being me, I say, bro, you need to cut out all that weak shit. And if you got something to say, just go ahead and say it. So he basically made accusations that I had uh slept with his ex wife. And it was crazy because, number one, it didn't happen. And number two, what he's saying happened was supposedly happened years ago. Now, he's coming at me saying that I should have told him years ago. And I'm like, well, damn, if, you, if, if you're finding out something today that supposedly happened years ago and you feel the need to come at me with it, then, you know, I don't deserve a phone call at least. To tell me what's going on. You're sending me these. You know how uh, a lot of some women will send you these little subliminal text messages. That's what he was doing. He wasn't upfront about it or, or, or like bold enough to just outright say, hey, I heard you did this. And the crazy thing about it, like I said, was I knew all this was falsehoods. And it doesn't matter who he said told him. I knew it wasn't true. But see, the thing about it is where I slipped up was. He had shown me some sucker shit that he did uh, years back. But I made the mistake of keeping him around, keeping him in the circle because of the history that we had. We were cool. He was all right, dude. He looked out for me in certain ways when I was down bad. And I looked out for him for certain ways when he was down bad. But that first indication, that first time that he showed me some sucker activity, I should have cut him off. But I didn't. And then... I saw some a second indication of some sucker type activity that he came with. Still, let him rock. But then now, it comes again, and it's like, damn, I should have got rid of this dude a whole long time ago. And the reason why I let him hang around so long is because the things that he was doing wasn't really affecting me in any type of way. It wasn't hurting my money. It wasn't hurting my brand. It wasn't hurting my reputation in the streets. So it really was like irrelevant for me to cut the dude off. But now that I think back to it, it's like, dang, I should have been got rid of you because just that potential was there. Once I realized that that potential was there, 
for for your toxicity to leak over into me and my lifestyle i should have come off you got to get rid of these people because these type of people are dangerous because they'll pop up at the most inopportune times and start spreading falsehoods about you and, and putting dirt on your name so at the first sign i'm gonna tell you like this at the first sign from this point going forward this dude is is, is now uh no longer considered part of my circle from my eyes i don't want nothing to do with him. i'm not rocking with him but from now on uh going forward the first instance that i see of some sucker shit out of somebody i'm cutting him off i'm getting away from me because i've come too far in so many different avenues to let these type of people hang around for me and bring their negative energy and negative vibe into my world and uh, uh, eventually tear me down if i give them the opportunity to do that and i refuse to give these people the opportunity to do that and i suggest that you refuse to give these people the opportunity to do that type of stuff to you too take this information and use it however you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today either way you made a difference now make sure you get a good breakfast because you're going to need that while you're out here getting shit done thank y'all for tuning in to the vldi thoughts by the vldi your favorite podcast remember to uh like subscribe share it with all your friends tell everybody about it and if you feel the notion to click that little link at the bottom and support the podcast by giving your donations to the podcast they'll be greatly appreciated but if not your listens are good enough for me and i love y'all and i'm out of here man peace